The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, The President of the United States was speaking moments ago about uh, North Korea. Have a listen. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. Thank you. Thank you, he says. Okay, so look, I've got to say, ladies and gentlemen, that in times like these, all of this division and snarkiness inside of the Trump administration, the division within the government uh, concerns me the most. In particular, in Trump's own inner circle. And one of the big question marks, I don't know if you guys have heard much about this, uh, about Trump's inner circle as of late has been H.R. McMaster. And Fox News was talking about this uh, just, uh, just last night. James, we often deal with speculation in the Beltway, but the Beltway's been buzzing with speculation that General McMaster, National Security Advisor, may be pushed out or may leave the National Security Council. What's the latest there? Well, Brett, of course, this is not the first time this kind of speculation has focused on General McMaster. He did take advantage of the change in White House Chief of Staff to send three NSC staffers packing. That prompted a backlash among conservative news outlets and pundits, including Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, who challenged the general's usefulness, even his loyalty. Uh, yeah, and, and they're not the only ones, folks. Our next guest, Richard Manning, is the president of Americans for Limited Government, a group that identifies, exposes, and works with Congress and state legislatures to prevent the continued expansion of government. Manning was a George Bush appointee as the Public Affairs Chief of Staff at the U.S. Department of Labor. Mr. Manning, it's great to have you back on the show. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir, and you wrote a piece that, that kind of echoes what, uh, what Sean and what Laura were, were on about. Uh, Trump should fire McMaster and the entire NSC staff. Explain. Yeah, I wrote it because there's the massive leak of the Trump, President Trump's transcripts of his uh, cell phone conversations with both the president of Australia and the president of Mexico. To me, the president of Mexico was on the phone with President Trump in the Oval Office with the expectation that that was a private conversation so they could discuss different ideas and figure out how to solve some mutual problems we have. President Trump had the assumption that that was a conversation that was not in the public domain. They, They expressed various points of view and some give and take, and yet then it ends up on the front page of the Washington Post. It was a na- it was a National Security Council document. It came from the National Security Council, and and McMaster is the head of the National Security Council, his National Security Advisor. That leak, in and of itself, made, did so much damage to the pre- capacity of the President of the United States to conduct foreign policy that is almost inestimable. No foreign leader can talk to the President of the United States in the Oval Office with any expectation that anything they say is not going to end up on the front page of the Washington Post. And as a result, 
you will not get the give and take needed, and he will be hamstrung in terms of doing his job in some very, very difficult circumstances, which we see now in North Korea, where the president should be able to be on the phone with the Japanese prime minister, with the South Korean prime president, with the, um, with the president of China, and talk about this to try to solve this problem with an expectation that the, that the entire world isn't going to read the conversation tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, I completely concur. Uh, I think uh, your quote about the damage being unestimable is 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 quite accurate because it sends a message that the American government's in chaos and that uh, the deep state is solidly against the individual who was chosen by the people to run the country. Uh, let me let me run some other things by you because you're not the only one writing about the NSC staff. Uh, front page magazine, Daniel Green uh, Greenfield talked about how Colonel Derek Harvey came up with a list of Obama holdovers who he strongly believed were were part of these uh, part of this leaking. Now, McMaster, the, the the head of the NSC, he refused to fire these Obama holdovers. And that sent up a red flag to the to the Bannon folks inside of inside of the Trump White House. What do you think of that? Well, I think it shows where where McMaster's loyalties lie. Um, you know, he is purging. He was purging prior to General. Contrary to the lead in quote, the people, many of the people were fired were Trump supporters in the NSC were fired before the Rice Priebus was ousted. So this has been going on over a period of time. Um, the and McMaster has, has sided with the Obama holdovers time and again. And is very comfortable with the Obama holdovers. And these are people who worked directly with Ben Rhodes in the Obama administration to sell the Iran treaty to the American people and basically in a, completely falsifying what that was all about. It's a we're basically dealing with the Obama administration continuing to exert massive amounts of influence inside the White House because General McMaster won't deal essentially accepts the Obama holdovers as being trusted advisors that he wants to depend upon. And that undermines Trump's ability to do his job. Uh, Richard Manning, our guest right now, president of Americans for Limited Government. And uh, by the way, folks, we should mention that, that Donald Trump has tweeted his support of H.R. McMaster. Another thing that has come up uh, from Greenfield's reporting is that uh, McMaster himself banned the term Obama holdovers, uh, wanting to very much uh, take those from the Obama administration and make them his own. And not only did he did he get rid of Harvey, he had also assembled uh, a holdover list, uh, the, the, the guy who put the, uh, the holdover list together. He also put a target on Ezra, I, I believe I'm pronouncing this guy's name, Watnick Cohen. He was the guy who exposed President Obama and his officials uh, unmasking Trump personnel. And so that, that, that's the guy. And, and then McMaster got rid of that guy. And he also got rid of a guy named Rich Higgins, who Rich is a, is a friend of mine, so I'm a little biased here. But Rich yeah. is a brilliant guy who happened who wrote a memo detailing how the uh, the deep state was uh, effectively undermining Trump policy. And that memo ended up on the president's desk. The president handed handed that memo to McMaster and said, this guy's brilliant. We need to take care of this. And McMaster's response was to take it and fire the guy who wrote the memo. So, you know, this is the, this is what we're dealing with right now in this administration is you have this 
it's almost yin and yang in terms of who's going to be in charge and what's going to happen. Ultimately, it's President Trump's decision. President Trump has to decide who he, who he wants as an advisor. So he has every right to do so. But what we're trying to do is to inform the president through a variety of different means that some of the people around him may, may talk a loyal game to him, but it, their actions betray the fact that they aren't necessarily Trump loyalists and, and are not providing a diverse point of view that's different from the one that he'd be getting from the State Department or elsewhere where Obama loyalists also still reside. Yeah, you know what? And that's and that's troubling to me. Not so much that H.R. McMaster may not be loyal to Trump, which is important, but also about uh, many are calling into question his loyalty to the country because it is also alleged in this piece by Daniel Greenfield that H.R. McMaster demanded that President Trump refrain from talking about radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorism in those terms, talking about it in real stark terms. Again, it's a, it harkens back to resident obama and his inability to even say radicalized islamic fundamentalist terrorism much less combat it so uh let me ask you this point blank mr manning do you think hr mcmaster is on board with with those who elected donald trump to speak some truth and to act on dangers to the united states of america I think he's more, much more comfortable with Obama's approach to things than with Trump's approach to things. And he views his mission to try to um, bend Donald Trump to uh, the what he probably perceives as the real politic of the world. And that's a um, and I, you know, putting me in a dangerous position, trying to put myself in somebody else's mind. I I, I would never uh, ascribe um, a lack of loyalty to the country him there's a disagreement the problem is he's purging out everybody who disagrees with him and everybody who actually agrees with the president and when you get right down to it the president of the united states has to make a decision and if he does want if he wants to surround himself with people who don't agree with his the positions he's taken around the country and continues to take then he's going to face a very difficult time getting anything he says and wants to get done done and you know so ultimately that's the challenge and so challenge that the president's got to make own he's got to say you know this is my administration it's not mcmaster's administration and i'm going to do what <laughs> i think's right he is president of americans for limited government richard manning everybody here on the chris Salcedo show sir always appreciate the time and expertise come back again anytime chris thank you very much